0: Hey everybody, welcome to REI In Your Car. What's going on? I'm gonna be talking today about how to do a lease option on a junker property, on a property that needs a lot of work. Would you be interested in learning how to do that? All right, pay attention. So I'm just flying back home. I got home a few minutes ago and driving home from Phoenix. I was in Phoenix the other day speaking at one of the local RIAs there. Had a good time. And one of the things that we talked about during the talk was a real deal. Like before I talked, they had this thing like Shark Tank where somebody brought up a deal and the two main investors that lead the group kind of acted like sharks from the Shark Shark Tank show. And uh, ask questions about the property and bid each other out to see who would get the property, right? Pretty cool. So I'm going to give you the rough approximate numbers and tell you what I told the group. Because these two guys are wholesalers or rehabbers, right? They buy houses and either flip them and wholesale them or they will um, fix them up and rehab them. So this was a house that was worth about $320,000. And they walked through the pictures and it needed a lot of work. Probably about 4 or 5 dumpster loads of junk that was inside the house needed to be hauled out. It had some termite damage, needed a whole new roof and a cosmetic re, uh, rehab. About $40,000 in rehab they were estimating that it needed. So, it's worth 320-330 fixed up. It needs about 40 grand in rehab. And they offered the lady who brought the deal to them two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Pretty good, right? What's interesting if you look at the typical Mayo formula of Mac, you know, the ARV times eighty or times seventy percent minus repairs minus fee. You probably should have been down closer to I don't remember the exact numbers. Probably closer to two hundred and ten thousand dollars. I think. But these guys were offering 240, so I'm somewhere around there. And the, I looked at it and looked at the numbers and talked to them later on. And you know, in Phoenix, the market is so hot right now that they can be instead of 70 cents on the dollar of ARV minus repairs, they can be at like 80, 82 percent of ARV and still do well on a, on a deal like this. So anyway, they were offering 240 on a house that was worth 320. Okay. What if the seller owed two eighty on that house? What could you do with that deal? Hmm. Well, good question. I'm glad you asked. You could possibly do a lease option on that deal, right? Now, no wholesaler is going to give that seller two eighty because if you put forty grand into it, you'll be all in for what it's worth today, and you'll have no room to make any profit and sell it and things like that. So, what do you do? well maybe you could do a lease option on the house now a lot depends on the underlying mortgage on the property and what it will rent for but it's a really nice area it's a three-car garage and nice backyard and really good solid comps so 320 I th- we, we, they felt was a real conservative value It might even sell for 330 or 340 but what if the seller owed 280 what could you do with that well, you could structure it as a lease option. What if you told the seller something like this? Listen, you know, I'd have to be at 240, you want 280. I don't think I can make that work. But I don't know if this will work for you, but I don't know. What if what if I could lease the property from you and either me or one of my buyers could fix it up and we'll make the payments every month and then buy it in a year or two. That wouldn't work for you, would it? see what I just did? I asked a question. I sold the benefits of a lease option in and phrased it as a question. So I said, I don't know if this will work. Could we maybe, what if me or one of my buyers could lease the property while we fix it up and then buy it at the end of a year or two uh, and you won't have to pay any realtor commissions and all that stuff. That wouldn't work for you, would it? And the seller, let's say they say, yeah, that might work. So here's the cool thing about this. If you structure it and you look at the numbers, and I'm gonna kind of screw the numbers up because I'm driving right now and I'm tired, jet lagged, but it would be pretty simple. So you would st- you would sell it as a handyman special lease option. And let me just say this. Every time I have done a handyman special lease option on a house, I've gotten flooded with phone calls. Those things sell like crazy hotcakes. Why? Because there's a lot of handyman contractors people that can fix up houses themselves that would love to do a rent to own on a property so they can fix it up, put the flooring they want in, do the, uh, the colors that they want, the kitchen that they want, the bathroom that they want, all that stuff, right? And then while they're working on getting their credit up to par, they can actually get a mortgage, you know? So there's a lot of people out there. They're self-employed. They're contractors. Maybe they're, um, oh, what's the correct, proper, politically correct term? um immigrants <laughs> undocumented immigrants or something like that I don't know like there's a lot of them and they got money to put down on these houses so I would turn around I would give the seller a lease option contract for 280 with um let's say this house I'm just looking at from what I remember the area it rents for about 18 or 1900 a month maybe 2000 a month uh I would want to make sure I have at least 25% of the rent in in cash flow if I'm going to stay in the middle. Uh, If if I'm not going to stay in the middle, then I just give the seller whatever the market rent is. So let's say the market rents are $1,800. There's probably not enough equity for me to stay in the deal. So I would give the seller a a lease option contract. I would lease it from the seller for $280 and $1,800 a month in rent. Because I know I could rent that property pretty quickly for $1,800. You know what, fact, let me rewind a little bit. Let's say the seller's mortgage payments are seventeen hundred a month. Uh, whatever the mortgage payments were, I would offer the seller seventeen hundred dollars a month in rent to cover their mortgage payment. Because when I turn around and advertise that property, I'm going to get much more calls if it's you know hundred dollars, two hundred dollars less than the market rents in that area. So I would try to uh, I'll try to offer the seller seventeen hundred a month in rent, two hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars lease option as for an option price now that house has oh hold on a second here so that house doesn't have much equity in it you'd think but if the contractor gets in there does it themselves they can probably get it all done for like 10 or 15 grand just for labor or materials right so they don't have to pay for labor they can do it all themselves so they're getting a smoking hot deal they'll probably be um, put 10 to 20 grand in it for the materials and their own labor, maybe they outsource a little bit of it to a contractor, sub it out, or something like that. But they can get a lot of that done themselves, and so they're getting a house at a bargain price. They're getting it for 280. Now maybe you could you know, get convince the seller to clean it out, pay some money to just hire some laborers to come and clean it and, and dumpster at, uh, everything, uh, put it, haul it away, right? But then you just turn around and advertise it for a lease option and you could probably get easily five to 10 grand uh, on a lease option from a tenant buyer. You just sell your lease option contract to the tenant buyer and then you're done and out of the deal. You're done and out of the deal. So you can structure it where the tenant buyer with your contracts has to fix the house up before they move in so you have a very clear list of what needs to be done. And uh, you have a very clear, detailed instructions that they have to pull any permits, If they have to pull permits, and if it has to get inspected by the city or code enforcement or whatever, that has to happen. But you've structured now a great deal on terms. You can turn that around and assign or sell that lease option contract for an easy, probably in this case, 10 grand. Pretty easily, pretty quickly. And I've done lots of these, they're a great way to do lease options to do deals that other wholesalers would just throw away because it needs too much work. There's not enough, quote unquote, equity. And so they pass on these deals. When you, since you're smart and you listen to the Real Estate Investing Mastery podcast, you know better, you're going to offer a lease option and sell that contract. But what if you can't find a buyer for it? Then you don't, you can't, you won't. So you just, you're not losing any money, right? Except maybe a little bit of time in your advertising and marketing. But anyway, I got to go. That's all I wanted to share. had a good time in Phoenix. I'll be speaking next in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, I think, coming up soon, and Atlanta, Georgia. I'll be letting you all know more about that. Um, I enjoy speaking once in a while. Not a ton. I don't like traveling that much, but when I do, um, I love meeting you folks and speaking and traveling, meeting investors around the country, doing some pretty cool things. We'll see you guys later. Hey, if you want my book where I talk about lease options, go to excuse me, WLObook.com, WLObook.com. Get my book for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Talk all about lease options and you'll get some good content in there. Go to WLObook.com. See you guys.